I gotta be probably the most saddest nigga <laughs> about buying a car of all time. Oh, it's just sad, like, bro. My life has been so good these last two, three, four months of not having no debt. Oh, nobody. That's how you know this my nigga, cause he but he he's saying shit that I was thinking earlier. Go ahead. Get bro. my work checks, all me, paying to my phone bill, paying the living expenses, and all cash to me. Mm. Always having cash to go anywhere. That responsibility oh, about to hit that ass. Always having bread to go <laughs> cop a fit real quick to step out and be as clean as I want to be. All that shit comes to an end because it's time to buy a vehicle. My van has collapsed on me. Ay ay ay! That van held us down. <laughs> that van held us down. Oh, oh shit! Era, era. When I think <sighs> NBA, I think of that van. I love that van. That's like the foundation. I think of that van. I think of Kendrick Lamar. Good game, <laughs> City. You feel me? What you mean? Oh, I gotta get a picture of it. You oh, know, man. that's gotta be the album. You got no, you oh, gotta have it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you gotta have the album cover. Ah! I might do it. This is lit. It's. Do you believe in that bloodline president shit? We was just talking about some, bro. It's like some Illuminati type shit, bro. Let's just keep it a buck. From what? From what people know, I know that's like an old conversation that people don't like to talk about anymore. They think it's not relevant. Yeah. But at the end of the day, that shit's it's definitely relevant. You know what I'm saying? I think it's more like me going to a real full-time job now, like as a grown-up now. I used to work the bullshit jobs trying to survive and come up and shit. Me working in a real type of job, not corporate, but I work in construction, but I see the office and the inside works of it. I just believe it's more of a keep it in the family type of thing. That, yeah, that like, no much, outsiders type it of definitely, order. yeah, man. One of the craziest things Nip said to me was, uh, you know, the black man was one of the most feared and, um, I don't know if he said that, but that's what I took from what he said. But the, the context he said and what he said was like how corporate America fears the straight black man. Mm-hmm. And oh, uh, so oh. to the degree of they prefer the gay black oh, man. Oh, you talking something and, now, boy. And, and, and women. You talking women, something you know now. I was, if I had, I can't say that, but... I value that laptop just as much as I value the child. Mm, that says a lot. Like, I was scared to leave my laptop in my apartment. What was on it? My music. It was all I had. That's why I said before the podcast, before everything. That's all I had was me making beats. Yeah, sad time. I was scared to leave my shit at the house because the thing was... I had my laptop stolen out my house before. Shit. When I first started making beats. Damn. Nigga, I, you asked me to put a price on something, I'd pay 10 grand to hear them first 10 shitty beats I made. Word. Cause that was what was stolen. I got about 10, 12 beats deep and when that shit was stolen out it the crib. so much you did. Yes, nigga. I would pay 10 grand right now to get them beats back. Just to listen to them. I feel like a black woman wouldn't necessarily have nearly that same reaction. But they have to go through the reverse thing with fear of going through life every day. Say what now? Dissect that for me. Hold your thought, right? Dissect that, brother. Come on, let's go. Let's get it. So, the way you're saying we go through scrutiny as black men. Mm -hmm. Women go through that with fear as black women. Fear of being raped, fear of being beaten. Right. And 
Yeah. Fear of being exactly. of our cop. Exactly. You know, at, at minimum, we have our physical ability to defend ourselves. Exactly. At least in our head. Yep. You know, women have to go through the mental thoughts of you exactly. Know, so that's the trade off. Catch 22, the trade off. Exactly. Yeah. I agree with that wholeheartedly. I had a conversation with somebody about that as well. Like, who's more disliked or hated in America between black men and black women? Ah, the travels and adventures of Little Baron Trump and his wonderful dog, Burglar, was published in 1889 and quickly forgot forgotten therefore after and was his sequel, Baron Trump's Marvelous Underground Adventure. In these books, this dude predicted that he traveled to the future and became president. Do you know the name of Trump's son? Baron. Yes. <laughs> like between, you work construction, I work in a fucking office, bro. Yeah, yeah. We live regular lives. We don't know what it's like to have a hundred billion dollars, bro. If I had a hundred billion dollars, bro, stressful as fuck. I feel like it would be like, come on, like that shit is too much, bro. If there was the mafia and the mob, what makes you doesn't think that? What doesn't make you think there's a bigger organization? They see me walking down. They walking slow. And then I come back just to get something out of my car, come right back up. So I, they live like right next to me or whatnot. And I can feel the energy change as I'm walking behind them. Nigga. Your it's your boy, Robbie Dean, back with another one. Of those fire-ass episodes of me, Blanc Amigo. And this is episode 49. What's the price? RIP to the NBA minivan. Yeah. In this episode, I linked up with the bros, eh, Mark? You already know, the official, unofficial co-host of NBA. The boy about 10 deep in this motherfucker. Gotta be the main the main character at this point. Um, Mark and I linked up. For one of those freestyle type of episodes and these always end up being my favorite episodes because me and this nigga can talk for hours about nothing but it be about so much of something um this episode man we spoke on the migos legacy uh the kamala harris theory um Trump being a time traveler. Uh, I know a lot of y'all ain't been educated on this book that had dropped in 1889, I believe was the actual year. But in the book, it was pretty much about Trump's son, Baron, who was a time traveler who went uh, ahead of time into the future. And, uh, you know, some one of the Trumps was president. I can't remember if it was him or his dad. I can't remember. But uh, it's crazy that that book was written in 1889. Um I talk about uh, corporate America and its hate for testosterone. I think I uh, cropped out a clip in the beginning of the episode where I spoke on uh, the context of that and how, um, yeah, America doesn't like the straight, uh, the straight, strong-minded black man in corporate America is very intimidated. They prefer the gay black man in corporate America, and it's not really a battle between the straight black man and the uh, gay black man. It's just more about why they prefer that because they view that as more submissive. That was where I was trying to take that conversation. Um, yeah, man, the second part to the show, RIP to the NBA minivan. A lot of you didn't know because I ain't never spoke on it. I wanted to speak on it once a nigga came up. Uh, your boy been pushing a minivan for a while. I totaled my vehicle not too long ago. Um, copped this whip on the fly from uh, one of my peoples for a very cheap price. Copped it and it just fitted me during the time period I was doing the podcasting because I had to you know, maneuver my equipment around and coming from a two-door to a minivan now i got my work clothes i got my podcast like the minivan was very convenient for your boy and uh i appreciate that big ass machine i got to push around for two years but my little baby died on me um to get her fixed it would cost damn near a rack the car not even worth a rack no more so your boy don't went to the lot 
got another whip. I ain't really gonna talk about it, you know. It, you know, I think it's, 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 you know, I ain't no braggadocious type of nigga. <laughs> Challenger, <laughs> Hemi, <laughs> V8. Um, but yeah, boy got a new whip, and uh, yeah, anybody wanna line up, holla at me, and I'm gonna leave it at that. But uh, yeah, other than that, man, we talked about anxiety. Uh, I don't know if I, whatever else, but um, oh, real quick, I wanna speak on Ron Rivera getting fired. Uh, Coach Rivera was fired. It's been an amazing eight, nine, ten years, however long he's been here, somewhere in that that range. I appreciate everything Coach Rivera has done. He's a legend. We're going to always remember him. Somebody in this city is going to always feed that man for free. So, um, salute to him. Uh, definitely loved him. Uh, I, I really don't even know what to say. I wish he could have done a better job. If you ask me, he failed Cam Newton. He failed Cam Newton, but it's honestly not his fault because he was not the right hire for Cam. And I can see how Rivera and Cam ended up being paired together. They thought that Cam would be good enough to run his own offense by now to the point where they wouldn't even need a coordinator. And they thought they could leave Rivera to just pretty much manage the defense. And I guess for it to work for nine years, it did work. But I just feel it was a lot of championships left on the table. I was just having this debate with my mother the other day. And I honestly feel like under... A offensive guru type of head coach or a, a strong-minded type of... Well, Rivera was a strong mind, but I don't know. It's just something about a black male coach in football that just takes it over the top. So I was telling her, my theory is, imagine if Mike Tomlin was coaching Cam this whole time. I truly believe Cam would have been working on his third ring by now. Same team, same players, same scenarios. You know, maybe switch the offensive play calls. Uh, maybe do things Tomlin way overall, but I truly feel like Mike Tomlin would have got Cam a ring by now. And I'm going to leave it at that. And I'm sure some white coaches that would have got Cam a ring, but I just, I wish Tomlin can get his ass to Charlotte and finish his career with Cam. That's all I'm hoping for right now to replace Coach Rivera. Coach Rivera was great. He's a legend. If I see the man, I'm going to shake his hand. Uh, overall, he failed Cam, but it's still love there. Ain't no hate. We love the memories. Um, other than that, you know, this podcast is A1, as always. Um, oh, and real quick before I get up out of here, go check your Apple Music thing. Uh, Google how to figure out for Apple to make your playlist. It combines all your songs you listen to. I have made playlists from 2015, 2016, 2017, all the way up through 19. And all these shits are every year my favorite 100 songs I play. Nigga, I've not listened to no other music in almost three weeks. I'm telling you, go get your Apple mixes from Apple and run it up, nigga. Uh, other than that, you know, my shit's A1, A1, A1. Um, yeah, shit's getting litter, 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 more titter, titter, titter. Follow my Instagram at R-O-B-E-I-W-H-Y. Again, that's R-O-B-E-I-W-H-Y. And like always, like always, like always, baby, like my shit, comment on my shit, and subscribe to my shit, like the motherfucking white girls in the valley say. I'm out. Wiggle. Damn, bro, what if somebody stole your, uh... I stole the wiggle. What? What if somebody stole your laptop like they did Kanye? How much money would you give them for your shit? Right now, it ain't worth no more than two racks. But I say it's worth more than that. I mean, the potential of it, like if if I reach the potential, mix, you want to mix this? Nah, you know I straight my shit. But the potential of this shit, if it was to reach that, and then that moment my laptop was stolen, you talking M's. But what about when you get there? That's what I'm saying. If it was to happen when I'm on no, top, no, no, I'm saying listen. Oh, listen on the way. I'm saying no. Listen, listen. Go ahead. Uh, I'm saying when you hear, go ahead and do that real quick. Cause I'm gonna pull it do this shit real quick. So I'm about to it's a weird ass, cool vintage, not I mean modern day bottle. But this right here, yeah, like exactly. A, a hippie design. I shit. feel like I could make this into a. Uh, you said a yuppie. I said a hippie design. A hippie, yeah, exactly. It's definitely some hippie shit with these uh, eagles and shit. You know, that's like, like art, some artwork. Exactly. That's yeah. some motherfucking Jimi Hendrix shit wearing eagles. But what was you saying though? Because we record, nigga. That's a whole conversation. Yeah, record everything. Imagine, all right, I'm saying, 
NBA is going to get there. It's just a matter of time, right? Yeah. So when you get there, like say this laptop is stolen. God bless, please, for God forbid, don't mm -hmm. let it happen. Say this laptop is stolen in next year, 2020 sometime. Late 2020. Where then NBA top NBA turns into a million dollar company, a multi-million dollar company in 2025. <clears throat> but you still got all this content from 2020. In five years, you, you went from... Oh, being, I, I bounce back easily. If it no, was but stolen. I'm saying, if somebody said, oh, I got his shit, still got it. Still it's, got it. Uh, oh, then, damn, I forgot about my beats and shit, too. Got Ooh. beats, but you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Even the content, niggas got shit, you know what I'm saying? You got content. Like, but that's oh. it. It's, it's on the internet, so, I mean, unless, and I can, though, but... If I wasn't able to download the files off of uh, SoundCloud I upload, then I'd be fucked, but I can. That's why I said before the money, I could bounce back. I just need a new laptop and somebody who know how to put this program in. Other than that, I'm straight. It's just, nigga, it's us showing up and doing the work. <laughs> then, you know, most of my shit is not recorded yet. I like to keep the episodes as current as possible. Word. But so the beats is what you most most concerned about. Bruh. Let me tell y'all niggas. Mm. When I stayed in my one bedroom apartment, and this is before I was podcasting, so we talking between 2015 and 2018, I was, if I had, I can't say that, but I value that laptop just as much as I value the child. Mm. That says a lot. Like, I was scared to leave my laptop in my apartment. What was on it? My music. It was all I had. That's why I said before the podcast, before everything. That's all I had was me was making beats. Single parent. In, in my own beats, home. Which beat was your kid? <laughs> Nigga. What you, know what that com you know what uh, comes to mind immediately when you say that? Yeah. And notice the, uh, damn, the, uh, what's the word? It's like an English word. The theme, so to speak, but that's not the word I'm looking for. But uh, that I'm going with, I, what I got these artists that I'm saying, but lock yourself in a room doing five beats a day. Kanye, I was just about to say that. a different world, like three summers. I'm supposed to do these numbers. The kid that made that, yeah. the that made back so many records in my basement. I'm just waiting on my spaceship to let go. Yeah, straight up. Uh, that was the time, man. Mm-hmm. One of those. Yeah, sad time. I was scared to leave my shit at the house because the thing was, I had my laptop stolen out my house before. Shit. When I first started making beats. Damn. Nigga, I, you asked me to put a price on something, I'd pay 10 grand to hear them first 10 shitty beats I made. Word. Because that was what was stolen. I got about 10, 12 beats deep and that shit was stolen out it the crib. It so much you did. Yes, nigga. I would pay 10 grand right now to get them beats back. Just to listen to them. I left mine downstairs, my herbals. You know what I'm saying? A little prerequisite, real quick. What's the price? And we back. Prices. Now. And we back, and we back, and we back, and we back. That's you rushed thing. into the room screaming to cut it back on. You had to run downstairs to do something real quick. Yeah. Now you're back and you have a whole new angle you want to take with this episode. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. Thank you for that great introduction because yes, I do. So, on my little adventure downstairs and coming back up, yeah. um, I encountered, you know, some people of a different race, some Asians. You know what I'm saying? I believe they're Chinese. Um, I, I can like justify when people are like Korean or Japanese or Chinese. They might be Korean. Yeah. But I feel like they're Chinese. But anyways, um, so as I'm coming up, you know, it's uh, two little girls and a mom, what I presume to be. I'm walking up. Uh, they see me walking down. They walking slow. And then I come back just to get something out of my car, come right back up. So I, they live like right next to me or whatnot. And I can feel the energy change as I'm walking behind them. Nigga. Nigga. Beach ass nigga. Nigga. I can feel the energy change. They're like, oh. And 
not to put too much out there, but you know what I'm saying? I'm like one of the only, I feel like I'm probably the only single black person that lives in my neighborhood. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So eyes beyond me sometimes. And so they like, oh, he, he ain't walking no girlfriend or family and he a nigga, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. With some sweatpants, a jacket, <laughs> hands in his pockets. Like, you know what I'm saying? What's he, what's he thinking? What's he doing? And so imagine how it is as a black person. Now, I'm sure there's plenty of black people feeling like this, but specifically to be a black man in America, to have that feeling. You feel me? Uh, I feel like a black woman wouldn't necessarily have nearly that same reaction. But they have to go through the reverse thing with fear of going through life every day. Say what now? Dissect hold, that for me. Hold brother. your thought, right? Dissect that, brother. Come on, let's go. Let's get it. So, the way you're saying we go through scrutiny as black men, mm -hmm. women go through that with fear as black women. Fear of being raped, fear of being beaten. Right. And yeah. Fear of being exactly. advantage of our cop. Exactly. You know, at, at minimum, we have our physical ability to defend ourselves, exactly. at least in our head. Yep. You know? Women had to go through the mental thoughts of you exactly. Know, fear. So that's the catch twenty two. The trade off. Exactly. Yeah. I agree with that wholeheartedly. I had a conversation with somebody about that as well. Like who's more disliked or hated in America between black men and black women? And the word was kind of vague, you know, as as far as disliked and hated. But who gets treated the 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 worst? Shit, we all get treated poor. Like when it comes to both black men and women. Uh, we all get treated poorly. I feel like black men might have a little bit more against them for the simple fact that they are men and that they do have that that, that power that women don't have uh, necessarily. So we're, we're, yeah, we're viewed men. more as a threat. Whereas them, you know, not quite viewed as a threat at all. You know what I'm saying? Not necessarily. So... I hate to make this a black power type of thing, but one of the craziest things Nip said to me was, uh, you know, the black man was one of the most feared. And um, I don't know if he said that, but that's what I took from what he said. But the, the context he said and what he said was like how corporate America fears the straight black man. Mm-hmm. And oh, uh, some oh. to the degree of they prefer the gay black oh, man. Oh, you talking something and, now, boy? And, and women. You talking women, something you know now? What I'm saying? But yeah, you talking something they, now? They Can we get into that? Go ahead. Can we get into that? Go ahead. All right, so boom. You know what I'm saying? So my uncle, uh, rest in peace, his soul. My uncle Aize, Ken, Kenneth and Watu Aize. Um, rest in peace, his soul. He served a 37 year life sentence in the California penitentiary. Yeah. He went in when I was a little baby. Got out when I was a young man. When I was in there, my family ain't really want me to talk to him because he was a bit of a rebel. He had, you know, he had these Nat Turner kind of thoughts, you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? And would yeah. want to input that Nat Turner kind of thoughts into as many people as he could. He felt like that was doing the justice of the world, you feel me? Yeah. And not necessarily Nat Turner, you know, also put in a lot of other, like, not necessarily rebellious or violent things, you know, into my mind. But um, anyways... He was the one that started putting me on game, me and my dad on game. Then my dad started putting the whole family on game just to, you know, make us all grow as a unit. Mm. So you spoke on something talking about the figure or role of the black man in the, basically in America, in the household, within the black community, within the black household. Yeah. The plan has always been to have the destruction of the like of the black man i believe now it there's absolutely nothing in i don't want any black woman out there to to think that we are uh minimizing their plight their worth yeah by any means we ain't by any means i'm not minimizing your worth but there's different roles that men and women play otherwise we would be just men and men or women and women there's there's a reason that is different you know what I'm saying? We have different roles to provide in life. Mm. And the man's role is for that protection. It's like a foundation. A man can 
oftentimes, I don't know if anybody heard a woman can't raise a man, even though, you know, truly they can, but that man still has to get influences from another man, from mm-hmm. other strong men, in order to know what it's like to be a man. Mm-hmm. To know what to to do as a man. A woman can never truly say what it's like to be a man. It's rare. It's rare. Like, they, they can have, like, the best input. And I'm saying, there's a woman can... A woman can raise... There's, there's women out here that can raise men better than a man can raise a man. There's some women out here that can do that. Yeah. Because some... There's niggas that ain't shit. Just like it's women that ain't shit. But... We ain't, you know what I'm saying? We ain't going into that right now. Mm. It's more or less, what I'm saying is that, um, the identity, the purpose of a man, I feel, IMO, as I say, in my opinion, and how my uncle put me on, is to be the the solidarity, the, the foundation to what keeps, it's like one of the rocks that, you know, it's like a unit. You need men and women, but the, the foundation and the purpose and the role that a man plays in America yeah. is so important because a man can hold his son and his daughter down. Right. You feel me? A woman can too, but anyways, I, I really don't know how how people can interpret me saying that right there. But I hope y'all can kind of read between uh, my non-sober mind right now. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And people what I'm trying to say. But anyways, so... I don't know. You ever heard of the Willie Lynch syndrome or the Willie Lynch thing? Yeah, the letter. Uh, yeah. It's actually the year that it ends. The year that what ends? The In the letter that he wrote. What? You ain't what? That ain't make no sense, bro. You never heard in the letter he said it was going to be 400 years more of oppression. So and, what's the year that ends? Like you just really didn't like make a full statement. What you saying though? It was like um, in his letter he said he had predicted that for 300 years... Black men would oppress each other, cut each other short, fuck each other over, not be about building each other up in empowerment. And uh, that year ends within like 2019, 2020. Oh, yeah? Yeah. That's what I was saying. That's interesting. Yeah. Do you think that's going to happen? It's, it may. It's crazy that it makes sense. It's aligning with the, the black renaissance right now. There was a dude who's a mason. You know what the Masons are? Yeah. Like the Grand Masons? I don't know too much, but I, 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 I you know, I know the basics. You know a little bit about it. Yeah. Right, right, right. You know, do a little research. My grandfather was a Mason. I've, I've always been interested in the, in, in Masons as opposed to any other um, fraternity. Yeah. And um, it was a, it was probably like almost a decade ago, about nine years ago. I was probably like 21, 22. And it was a... It was a mason, a cat that I worked with. It was one of the first jobs I ever had. Um, and he told me that, like, he predicted, like, some shit to happen. Mm-hmm. Whatever, whatever. And it ended up happening. Like what? I forgot. I, like, there was going to be a major shift in America. And I think he was saying that, like, women were going to rise. And I think that was, like, right around here you go. It was, like, right around the time that it did. Lo and behold, you know what I'm saying, the feminism movement in America. Like a motherfucker. Bro, so strong. Like it was one of I feel like that was one of the strongest movements. You probably had the civil rights, black power movement. And this feminism shit is like uh not shit, not to you know what I'm saying, you know. Yeah, yeah. But y'all feel me out there. y'all better get to know me if y'all don't know me by now, I just I'm explicit. But that feminism shit is like uh that transcends with not just black people, white people, like you know what I'm saying, it's all all women. You know what I'm saying? So he was like, that's a big movement. Whatever ended up happening. So uh, you were like predicting. Who said, who you said predicted something? Willie Lynch theory. Yeah, he predicted. Just like George Orwell. Y'all ever heard that? You ever heard that book? No. He wrote a book called 1984. And I believe he wrote it in the 1800s. Yeah, yeah. And he predicted what it was going to be like in the 1984s. I mean, mm-hmm. like in the 1980s, and the spot shit fucking on. happened. Yeah, yeah. The, like he was spot on with the shit. Yeah. In the 1800s, like probably like a whole century before his fucking time. Let me ask you something. Ask me. And we just on a fucking adventure with this conversation. Let's get it, man. I feel like we're transitioning to more of a Joe Rogan podcast. You know who that is? Man, that's one of my favorite homies, man. Joe Rogan uh, has one of the dopest podcasts. Podcast ever. Yeah. You feel me? That shit fire. I was. I've been a Joe Rogan fan since Fear Factor, my nigga. Now. Uh, you mentioned something about a book being written 1984 in the 1800s. Mm-hmm. 
I heard about a book. I think Joe Rogan broke it down. Even that's the crazy shit about this. Okay. It was a book about a guy who had wrote about his uncle, mm-hmm. and his uncle, or it was a book of a little boy. The little boy name was Baron. Mm-hmm. Baron last name was Trump. Mm. Baron was in the 1800s, and Baron had time travel, or some shit like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, it had predicted that like Trump was the president and all this shit from like back in the day. Right. And uh, one of the theories from that shit, I'm just tripping from that shit, because it was even talking about Tesla. It mm-hmm. says something about this guy named Nikola Tesla, mm-hmm. right? And that was the inventor of Tesla. Mm-hmm. He had he was uh, also the inventor of electricity. Was he? Yeah, a lot. Well, uh, debatably, you know what I'm saying. A lot of people say, "Who? Who's the other? Who's the main nigga?" I don't know. Or not the inventor of electricity, because honestly, God is the inventor of electricity. He put everything there. Yeah. Or God put not to say he or she, but God put everything there. But uh, you know, just like Christopher Columbus with America. Mm-hmm. Apparently, who's uh, Eli? So Alexander Graham? No, that's the phone line. I forgot who it was. I think it's Thomas Jefferson yeah. who supposedly invented or who discovered what electricity was when he had the kite and all that kind of shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Or Benjamin Franklin. I think it was Benjamin Franklin. There we go. I don't know. One of them niggas, but honestly, Nikola Tesla, I think he was a German or something like that. Uh, from He was foreign or whatever. Actually had him, you know, discovered how to make it way before anybody else did. Now, I found the book I was talking about. All right. It's called... Bizarre... Uh, damn, what the hell is it at? It is called the... Uh, first thing you know about Trump meeting with the Russians. The Bizarre Times. Ah, the Travels and Adventures of Little Baron Trump and His Wonderful Dog Burglar was published in 1889 and quickly forgot, forgotten therefore after and was its sequel, Baron Trump's Marvelous Underground Adventure. In these books, this dude predicted that he traveled to the future and became president. Mm-hmm. Do you know the name of Trump's son? Baron. Yes. <laughs> now, on the devil's advocate side could that could that just be the fact that Trump knew what the book was and decided to name his son Baron cause Trump cause, cause Trump cause the, the president name ain't Baron Trump right now it's Donald Trump so technically that book ain't come true yet mm. if it if it is ever going to you heard Kamala Harris just dropped out of the presidential candidate, uh, I did. candidacy yes or her along with like Logan. two or three other ones right what's up with that uh, I feel like they found some dirt well they got paid Something happened. And just like with that, that's like some whole Simpson shit, trying to like predict the future and predict shit. Mm. Nah. Um, I feel like that shit wasn't meant to happen. It's ordained. People's, man, come on. And even if, say, Baron Trump does become the president at one time. Yeah. It wasn't meant to happen. He was, niggas gonna know he was gonna become, there was a very good chance that that nigga was gonna become president like 50 years ago. It's, do you believe in that bloodline president shit? We was just talking about some, bro. It's like some Illuminati type shit, bro. Let's just keep it a buck. From what, from what people know, I know that's like an old conversation that people don't like to talk about anymore. They think it's not relevant. Yeah. But at the end of the day, that shit's it's definitely relevant. You know what I'm I saying? I think it's more like me going to a real full time job now, like as a grown up now. I used to work the bullshit jobs trying to survive and come up and shit. Me working in a real type of job, not corporate, but I work in construction. But I see the office and the inside works of it. I just believe it's more of a keep it in the family type of thing. That, yeah, that like no life, outsiders type. It of definitely, color. yeah, man. Because that's just like how black people, that shit definitely exists, bro. If to me, yeah. For the fact that man, come on, yo. If if your mind can't go and see how that shit is very possible, yeah. then you are like one of the most closed-minded individuals. I feel like the reason why people don't want to bring up the conversation no more, because it started to scare them. It did. 
It started to scare them, bro. Yeah. Because it scared the shit out of me, knowing that, oh, like, that not that thought never crossed my mind before. Like, oh, there's when people shit, yeah. running this motherfucker. Like, everything you do, there's a motherfucker that you can literally touch who controls, controls shit. that shit, bro. Yeah. And you think, like, and, 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 and like motherfuckers didn't want to accept that shit as reality. They just want to go back to being... Hypnotized and you know what I'm saying listening to whatever. Ignorance is bliss. Ignorance is definitely bliss, boy. Niggas don't want to know the truth. Niggas don't. It's too know much the work truth. in knowing the truth. Yeah, it's too much work. It's a heavy load, bro, yeah. to know the truth. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. It'll make your perspective change so much, and people scared to it'll change. Change you. Yeah, it'll, it'll change. change. It changed you. me. Yeah, it changed everybody that found out about it at that time, and yeah. then motherfuckers go back to the same thing. Me. Just, I feel like everybody still keeps it in their mind, but a lot of people not willing to address the issue like with themselves. Like because if you know that that's there, it's gonna make you maneuver a little bit differently. Why you think Nip moved the way he moved? Why yeah. you think Ho Nip did not change, brother? Because that shit ain't changing. Y'all niggas just stop stop paying attention to. It. Yeah. And you think oh it don't exist? No man, come on that shit is still very real in here. We live regular lives as human beings, bro. Like, yeah. like between you work construction, I work in a fucking office, bro. Yeah, yeah. We live regular lives. We don't know what it's like to have a hundred billion dollars, bro. If I had a hundred billion dollars, bro, stressful as fuck. I feel like it would be like, come on, like that shit is too much, bro. If there was the mafia and the mob, what makes you doesn't think that? What doesn't make you think there's a bigger organization? Because the mafia and the mob had to start from somewhere. There's got to be a bigger organization that starts all this kind of shit, bro. And it probably go back. It probably goes back to the to the early times, bro. I mean, come on, you got Romans and all this. Come on, you got Genghis Khan niggas that's trying to take over the world. What makes you think the Holocaust just ended? How many years ago, bro? Uh, like, like not that long ago, bro. Like less. I think it ended before slavery ended. I could be totally wrong. I don't even know. But it could have been like 500 years. It probably was like 500 years ago. I don't know. Yeah. But even say half a millennium ago. Yeah. That's only 500 years. But the world has been around for so long. It's 2020. If motherfuckers just stopped trying to take over the world that long ago, what makes you think they ain't still trying to do that shit now, bro? Mm. And now they got technology and all these other resources and tools that's going to help them do it so much more easily. Yeah. And we so much more blinded because when you got masses, the masses are like sheep. And it takes a couple of sheep to that's disguise like lions that's disguised the sheep to you know be evolved and to really like expose some shit. Okay, now you got a couple other sheep that don't want to be sheep no more. They want to turn into them lions that they really are, you feel me? Or the and then they go spread the word to a couple other sheep. If this shit is real, I just want to be let in. I don't even know. I don't know. I, I'm, I'm gonna be honest. I'm gonna see what it, I, I would be very willing to see what that shit hitting on. Yeah, like what? What is the worst that happens in this shit? I would be very willing to see what this shit hitting on. Um, you know, I thought about it real quick. My bad. Yeah. I gotta say this. So you know how they say like Illuminati when you you know what I'm saying when you sell your soul to the music industry, you gotta like sacrifice somebody. Yeah. You might have to cut this out because I know niggas ain't gonna like this shit. But it seemed like, so the real niggas who ain't sacrificed, nobody ended up dying. The niggas that kept going, and but then we gonna say also, there's always a catch-22. The niggas that kept going, of course, if your longevity, there's gonna be people that die in your life if you keep going, and they don't. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, ah. But when it's somebody close to you, boom, boom. The baby, recently, motherfucker taking off. Pops died, same day the Nipsey's dead. Yeah. I just I don't know I just feel like I know that shit way far to the left I just nah, I just want motherfuckers to even just, like think about it. It's the shit you said earlier with the devil's advocate shit. It's too many people in the world with too many different possibilities of things that happen in their daily life. You know what I'm saying? Right, right, right. Sometimes it's too weird. Sometimes it's not. The Mac shit is funny. The Nip shit starting to look more and more like. Some nigga shit. Yeah. Straight up. Some straight up. Like a one in a million possible thing happened. So is everything... Because everything could at some point end up looking more and more like, like, oh, Michael Jackson shit. We don't hear nothing about that. Like, I feel like... I don't know, bro. I really just don't know. I feel, my mom told me a long time ago, and I... 
I still don't know how I feel about this to this day. I told I wanted to go pursue a, a, a like pursue a music career, yeah. a career in music when I was like 17. Yeah. I told I didn't want to go to college. I wanted to move back to California, mm -hmm. and I wanted to uh, pursue music and acting. Should've did. I should've. Yeah. I regret it. I'm gonna be honest to this day. I regret not going. Yeah. I really do. You fit LA. Huh? I said you fit LA. Shit. You in LA makes sense. Right. It definitely does. I feel like it does to this day. It always will. Eventually. Anyways. Um I met Nip in LA. Anyways. Um yeah, she she told me not to um she she didn't tell me not to. She just like fed me this whole story about, you know, the music industry, how shit going, like, you know, it's gonna change you and you know, you're gonna be doing all kind of shit and this and that, like you're gonna you're not gonna know your family anymore. And blah, blah. Like she fed me this story and I think back to this day, my mom just worked my ass to the point where she just wanted me to stay on some real mm -hmm. shit. She was on some old motherly shit and mm -hmm. she didn't want me to go on some real shit. That's hard that's it's horrible to think about, but it's still the reality of that motherfucker like mom, damn. You Why do mothers plant those seeds in our heads? I don't know. Women, they they special characters, my nigga. Bro, why do they plant those seeds? In our heads, bro. Oh, God. I'm like, yo, she scared me out of what I wanted to do in life. Yeah. On God. I did not want to go to college. Fuck college. I always was like, I'm going to be an entertainer. And then, again, it's like people going to be like, oh, well, you should have just did it anyways. Bro, you don't know my life. You yeah. don't know the influence that, you know what I'm saying? Like, I listened to that. Like, I didn't have, my pops wasn't there. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? My mom, she told me everything. So I feel like she wanted, you know, keep her only son around. You feel me? And, but whatever. So I go, I say all that shit to say is, yeah, even though my mom hit me with that, I feel like she had a valid point. She knew what she was talking about at, at, at some point. Like, there was a possible, especially since you don't got your dad. Like, nigga, you out here. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You got family out there and everything, but... Bro, you out here, you might just, you know, I can't, I'm not going to be there with you. Don't turn up on the deep end, whatever. And I feel like that music industry strip, it, music industry shit is real, bro. Like, yeah. it controls the world, my nigga. Yeah, it does. It's one of the, the most influence. Yes, bro. That's it the is, most influence. Bro, the other things that control yeah. the world, bro. Yeah, yeah. So how can you not get caught up in some... Like some shit, bro. If you in the if you in the music industry and you are very influential, how can you not be met with some kind of opposition, bro? That is going to test your everything, test your test your human nature, bro. Give an example. Letting somebody leave this earth that you love over fame, notoriety, money, and knowing Why? that you. Why? I don't, I, like, if you wanted me to do that, I have to know why. So there's this old-ass country song, and I don't know the song, but I kind of know just how the, st the story goes. It's basically something about a fiddle and all this kind of shit. Basically, he sold his soul to the devil. Mm -hmm. Point blank, period. Uh, he got everything he wanted for selling his soul to the devil. And Princess and the Frog, basically, uh, that's some Disney shit. It's like you do a deal... But the devil don't necessarily tell you everything that's gonna come with it. They say, "Oh, you gotta sacrifice something that you love." Uh, motherfucking Thanos, yeah. God damn it, and um, uh, fucking Avengers. You gotta sacrifice something you love mm -hmm. to get everything that you want. Just like the Bible say, you gotta lose your soul to gain the world. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's what I feel like might happen with a lot of motherfuckers. It's like, oh. Because it's like some fraternity type shit. Just like fraternities do. They got beat your ass. Right? Yeah. Say, oh, this what this what's going to happen. I don't know necessarily. I ain't never been no fraternity. But come on, man. Everybody don't heard the fucking stories. You know what I'm saying? So what is it? Is it is it just... You got to be my bitch to get in? It, like, what it... Like, you have to submit. I feel that's my thing. You have to submit. Mm. You got to submit. You got to say, this is what makes me own you. You mm. have to submit to be in. Just like with the, all that other shit, the fraternity, all that other shit, you have to submit. You have to say that this, you gonna, man, motherfuckers get that shit tatted on them, branded on them, all that kind of shit. They wear it for the rest of their lives. They, they can't, like, no longer deny the fact that they in that shit, bro. Mm. You feel me? So I feel like you have to submit to say this is who I am. This is a part of me. That's part of the reason why I never did that shit. 
because I never wanted to like really submit to say, oh, okay, you know what I'm saying? Just because we went network. through, yeah, you know what I'm saying? We went through this and that. Well, we brothers, oh, for real, nigga, fuck out of here. Uh, that's been a hell of an intro mm-hmm. to a hell of an episode. Mm-hmm. I always feel like these shits get stronger and stronger and stronger. Longer and longer and longer, more litter, litter, litter. More titter, 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 definitely. I'm good. We in such a good direction right now. That's what's up. Oh. Don't want to fuck up the vibe. NBA. This Me. is going to be episode 49. Yeah. Tip the scales. We about to be at 50. I can't believe I've... Oof. 50. Wow. 50. I've been on a good about six, seven of them hoes. Maybe 10. Maybe 10? Oh, I made it to the teamwork, nigga! Oh, yeah, I ain't been late since a decade. Y'all know what that means to me? Means to NBA? Like, what? Maybe 10. That is a benchmark, boy. Um, off rip. Yeah. I gotta be probably the most saddest nigga (laughs) about buying a car of all time. Oh, it's just sad, like, bro. My life has been so good these last two, three, four months of not having no debt. Oh, nobody. That's how you know this, my nigga, because he, but he, he's saying shit that I was thinking earlier. Go ahead. Get my work checks, all me, paying to my phone bill, paying the living expenses, and all cash to me. Mm. Always having cash to go anywhere. That responsibility oh, about to hit that ass. <laughs> always having bread to go cop a fit real quick to step out and be as clean as I want to be. All that shit comes to an end because it's time to buy a vehicle. My mm. van has collapsed on me. Ay ay ay! That van held us down. <laughs> that van held us down. Uh, uh, shit. Uh, error. Uh, error. I, when I think <sighs> NBA, I think of that van. I love that man. That's like the foundation. I think of that man, I think of Kendrick Lamar, Good Kid, Man City. <laughs> you feel me? What you mean? Oh, I gotta get a picture of it. You know, oh, that's gotta be the album. You got, no, you oh, gotta have it. Yeah, you gotta have it. Yeah, <laughs> you gotta have it. Ah! I might do it. Niggas is lit. Oh, you gotta man. do it. 2020. We oh, might get well, it. Well, maybe episode 50 can be that, because, you know, that'll be the. Too short of a time. I want that professionally touched. Shit. I got a, it might be the permanent cover. It might be 2020 permanent cover. Because you know, when I showed Shorty at my job today, the album, uh, I mean, the uh, podcast on Apple, on Apple Podcast. Yeah. She looked at it and she was like, oh, it's got different, um, different uh, album or like covers on it. Yeah. And I was like, nah, it should be different every single time. Oh, she was like, some of them the same. And I was like, it just should be different every yeah, single time. Yeah, it's fucked up on Apple. Oh, yeah, I was about to say, because it's different every time, for real, but yeah, Apple, I feel like it don't update, kind of. It's slow on the update. Yeah. I, ain't, I don't get the respect on Apple. Yeah, it's like, you got to be Joe Button to yeah. goddamn get your shit updated every single day. So, I got a couple with, um... Tangent. I'm coming down on, uh... Challenger or Mustang. Challenger. The shit you showed me, so you showed me that one Mustang. Yeah, it was alright. I'm fuck, IMO in my opinion, it was alright. That Challenger, I would trade that for my car right now. <laughs> I got a Nissan Altima, ain't nothing special. Now you know what I'm saying it's cool, but that Challenger was that shit was fire. Cause reason I brought that up was because I'm feeling like a millennium right now. I feel like I should be happy, but oh, I'm depressed. Oh, I'm down and out. Oh, I have anxiety. Here we go. <laughs> I knew it was coming. Oh, um, um, yeah. This anxiety word is crazy, and it's crazy. I that I'm getting great because that was a hell of an alley oop. Um. Mm-hmm. We wanted to make this whole episode about anxiety, so for me to do that setup like that was gorgeous. It was, truly. Flawless. Um, anxiety. I've been seeing that word pop up a lot. 
Um, on the Joe Budden podcast, they say if you say if you cut the lights off and say anxiety three times and spin around three times, oh, Charlemagne shit. will show up. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> ah, you stupid! They dumb as hell for that. That's crazy. Oh, <laughs> anxiety. That would be. I would have hell anxiety if that nigga just showed up. Like get your bald ass out of here, nigga. <laughs> What is you doing? That's one of the funniest jokes on that show. I'd be scared as hell. But Summer Walker claims she has anxiety to the umpteenth degree, if that's the 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 the, the term I'm trying to hit on. Mm. Um, I hit you earlier. I said let's do this episode. I want to base it around anxiety. We base it around everything but that. So I want to see what you got in the tank left on anxiety. Now, did you have something you wanted to speak on about that? Something. I have everything I want to speak on about that. First and foremost, this is my specialty. So thank you for even allowing me to do this. Yes. And to speak on this, brother, man. <laughs> uh, and then to speak on the whole fact of the challenge of this and that. Let me just be satisfied with what I got. I got another one. Another one for you. Y'all follow my mantra. I think that's the word. The mantra that I'm going with this. Mm. Every time we talk, I speak of certain people. When it comes down to this music shit, they great. And y'all niggas gonna understand them crazy niggas, we be great. You feel me? I'm so self-conscious. That's why I gotta roll out with at least one of my watches. <laughs> or Rollies and Poshes that drove me crazy. I can't even pronounce nothing. Pass that for Sacy. I just spent 400 bucks on this. Just to be like, nigga, you ain't up on this. And can't even go to the grocery store without some ones that's clean and a shirt with a team. It seems we live in the American dream. The people's highest up got this lowest self-esteem. The prettiest people do the ugliest things. <laughs> but the road to riches and diamond rings, flaws, you, y'all already know I'm going with it, man. Copyrighted. You know what I'm saying? Look, look, shout out to Yang, the great. And oh my gosh, that segue so perfectly. That's why Robbie is a great. Because, alright, boom. We're going to talk about Summer Walker, but I'm going to get back on Ye real quick. The fact that Ye... No, it's, it, it, it's perfect. Summer Walker, she got, you know what I'm saying, anxiety. She said she got the anxiety heavy. Kanye got bipolar disorder. Mm -hmm. Had an album damn near ded like dedicated to that shit. Mm -hmm. Who we talking about yet again? Kanye can relate more to these motherfuckers in this world than they than they want to admit. Mm. Than they Maybe want so. to admit. Yeah. Because uh, it's like ignorance is bliss. It's like a drug. You hear all this other shit that feeds into the shit that you do all the time. Kanye on some different shit. Like, oh, knowing good and goddamn well that a lot of niggas want to just scream sometimes. You feel me? Just punch some shit sometimes. The crazy mom. Crazy, you ain't gotta be crazy just to want to scream or punch some shit. You ain't never felt like punching some shit. Nah, get the fuck out of here, bro. You ain't never got mad to the point where you wanted to just punch something Not or just mad. scream. I would just, say like, frustrated. I would say I, I've been to the point where I wish a nigga would want to fight that day, but not. I want to just punch a hole in a wall. Nah, I ain't never got like that. I can be honest with you. When I was little and I couldn't control it, but as an adult, nah. I don't, uh, well, yeah, I guess I can't say that because I'd be like, yeah, man, I, I, low-key, I'd be wanting somebody to say something so I can punch that. But yeah. anyways, I guess, yeah, it's kind of on the same shit. But instead, that's what I'm saying. People show, people react to stress differently. Yeah. So anxiety is a reaction to stress. Uh, I think, like, the actual word, I mean, definition, if you look that shit up in Google, is anxiety is your body's natural response to stress. Feeling of fear or apprehension about what's to come. FOMO. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Fear about what's to come. Uh, for prolonged periods of time, it's considered a disorder. Mm. Everybody has anxiety at some point in time. Yeah. When it becomes to the point where it, it changes your behaviors on a daily basis, and then when you have to cope with it, when you don't know how to cope with it, and you choose other methods in that can, you know, put you down a rabbit hole. But there's like levels to anxiety. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like Kanye got the bipolar disorder. 
And anxiety is definitely a factor in that. I can see how in fame, how can fame not like breed anxiety? You got all these people looking at you, all these expectations. For me, I got my family expe expecting certain things, my friends, people that I know, this and that. That gives me anxiety. And that's just on the regular civilian ass, not even famous ass level. Yeah. Imagine having all that money, expecting all these people to say, you know, we want to do this, this and that, and that, and that, and that. And have a record labels that's that's grinding down on you and all this kind of shit. Mm. Of course, anxiety is gonna be some real shit. And I know you, you know what I'm saying, they made fun about Charlemagne about that, but he was one of the ones to bring that shit to the forefront. Because it's something that a lot of black people don't talk about, that a lot of black people suffer with. Yeah. Like of the vast majority. We was talking about Willie Lynch. Boom. I'm gonna say this, all this shit segues perfectly. How they want to take the black man out the family, you feel me? Take the black man out the family, make him, you know what I'm saying, uh, demasculinate the black man mm. and, and all of this. Um, and so it gives... Now it's like, now since we don't know how to act, you, you take the man out the family, you don't know what it's like <coughs> to be a man. You got anxiety about... The things that you do. Oh, you're this ain't right. You shit. unsure. It's the fear of the unknown. You don't know if this is what the right thing to do is. Yeah. Uh, this or that. You know what I'm saying? They take all that shit out. So we don't know what the fuck to do. You know what I'm saying? And then, because now, and now because of that, we get, we're anxiety. We act out. We react. We do some shit that is like, because, and niggas don't even know a lot of times why they do the shit that they do. You know what I'm saying? Some shit going on. We just try to cope with it in our own way. Smoking, drinking. Shout out to K.O.D. That, that album. Because that shit meant so much. And niggas don't really respect it like that. Because like I said, ignorance is bliss. They'd rather listen to some shit that feeds in to those inhibitions that they should not be fitting into. As opposed to some shit that makes them uncomfortable and think about themselves and be introspective and look at themselves like, yo. I probably don't, you know what I'm saying? I do, maybe, what if I tried not to do this? Maybe, you I know what I'm saying? that raw lean. That raw lean. <laughs> now, the thing with anxiety with me is a lot of people play with that shit. Yep, like depression and all that A lot of shit. people play with that shit. Act so, like it's something serious, but it's not. To me, and to me, it's, it's really, it's, it's like y'all... It's babying. It's giving the culture of kids to be allowing the culture of kids to be babies. Yep, and to feed into that shit to do yeah. more drugs. Yeah, go ahead, do them drugs. Ah, yeah, you know what I'm saying. Take that. Take them antidepressants right. and shit. Take them Zans. Drink that lean. Do all that shit. That's why I'm saying KOD. Like, come on. Like, if you think of, like that nigga is a fucking great. Yeah, he is like beyond. He's beyond himself. Like, you feel me? Like, come on. Niggas, it's a lot of people now. I read a meme that said, uh, motherfuckers who uh, don't listen to uh, J. Cole or don't like J. Cole, they uh, do this or that, all kind of, they only listen to like Lil Baby and, and this mm -hmm. and that and all this kind of shit. Yeah. Yeah, man. It's a culture thing, man. <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like black people don't know how to cope with mm -hmm. things. You know what I mean? Now, have you been doing your homework with uh, Summer Walker and how she been canceling her shows due to anxiety? Nah, I didn't know she was like canceling, canceling. I know she canceled or a couple. Prolonging and, 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 and starting late and shit like that and, and saying it's anxiety and shit. Mm, you think that's, uh, now that you mentioned, you think that's just her talking so she can get away with doing her thing as famous because she ain't famous yet, so she trying to... Oh, it could be just really building a legend. It could be just building a legend. Yeah, it's like oh, I gotta have something against me, so motherfuckers can think I accomplished more. And plus, it drives the bag up because now motherfuckers is like, paying attention. Yeah, no, now motherfuckers is like yo, we gonna pay you way overpay you to make sure that you show up to this show. Mm. You know, instead of you getting your little thirty forty, you might get one twenty two now. Just to make sure your ass is there, you know what I'm saying? Cause you gonna sell out. Mm. So, yeah, that's all I had to say about anxiety. Anything you got on the closing regards of that? Uh, real quick, I saw uh, a Tiny Desk concert. You ever watched Tiny Desk? Yeah, I fucked with Tiny Desk. You saw her? Uh, you saw her concert? Nah, not hers in particular. Uh, that shit. I saw that shit. 
And she was alright. She was kind of dry. Like you could tell. She, I think she even said that she was nervous. Yeah, she always said that. Where she go? Yeah. And I'm a, I'm a relate. Cause look, I'm not no like, you know, I ain't no famous person, but like I played guitar or whatnot, and I used to play at church. Like I, like, alright. So I started at church, and when I used to like get into it, cause I knew the crowd was getting into it, and they was paying attention to me. The guitar is like really electric. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's like the organ and the guitar. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Especially like when you put that crunch mode on it, put the distortion on, mm-hmm. had that true electric guitar sound. Like, whew, boy, yeah. it'll make the, it'll, you will make some niggas do the Holy Ghost, bro. <laughs> Real talk off of your sound. God anointed me to pluck them strings and, you know what I'm saying? It's happening. But when I used to feel it, I would turn my back to the crowd, bro. Mm. I ain't like them to see me, bro. Yeah. And I'm like, like, even to this day, you know what I'm saying? I'm still like on some nervous type shit. So I can relate to see where she coming from. So it could be real. But the fact that, you know what I'm saying, on some summertime shootout, it's real, it's still a cold world. She could just be trying to secure that bag in a whole different way. She got a whole different, you know what I mean? Oh, man. My thing is, bro, so many people in this world will give. They lives literally to have your life, you know what I'm saying? To have the opportunity that you got, you know what I'm saying? And and it's not even about her, it's just a lot of people out here just fucking it up in the moment and shit. Mainly AB as we round in closing out the year and shit. Just a quick little close out. Mainly AB, how he fucked up the bag this year. That nigga fucked up, he trying to get that shit back too. <laughs> they not letting them get that bag for shit. Um, that nigga Cap trying to get that shit back too. Nah, they not gonna get it to him. They ain't gonna so, get it to him. That shit, that's crazy. So, yeah, um, he ain't gonna get that shit back. He fucked up the last opportunity. His last opportunity to get in line, he said fuck. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think that one just closed the door. Yeah. I don't know. We're gonna see what's gonna happen with him. I feel like his story ain't, ain't quite over. He gonna do something, but wow. He's like, damn, He that motherfucker has so much potential. And like it's like wow, you never would have imagined. Football and was easy to him. It was easy for him, and I felt like you know, honestly, he a Buffalo soldier when it comes to that. It's like damn, he knew the shit was easy. He was like, man, I could do this all day, get paid millions and millions, and never say anything. And just like Martin Luther King said, he was like, the people that don't say anything about the injustice is just as bad as the people that's doing the injustice. Mm-hmm. So he knew that he could get paid millions for the rest of his motherfucking life to play, but he would rather stand up and say something and take take that motherfucking pay cut. At the end of the day, I still respect it. Um, it provided to the movement, bro. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? It provided to the movement, just like Nip did. So... Yeah, you could say he fucked up his bag, but what's greater? You know what I'm saying? The world mm. or your soul? You know what I'm saying? Going back to the same mantra, same yeah. thing. The yeah. world or your motherfucking soul, bro. And he chose the world, which niggas forget about him on a daily. No, he chose uh, He chose his soul. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought you meant sell your soul up. Yeah, he kept his soul. Oh, or his gain is lose it. Hold on. Gain the world or lose your soul. So, no, you... I was just thinking about it backwards. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. The people out there listening, y'all, y'all, y'all know, know what the fuck I mean. Yeah. Good side. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Take the good side. Mm. Um, anything you want to say before we get up out of here? Shit. Or do you got some shit to say or the next conversation? Uh, frustrated so he get faded. You don't tell me you just wrote verses down. Mm-mm. Oh. I wrote so much, but NBA is just, is dope. NBA is dope. Niggas need to talk more. That's definitely what niggas need to do. And you know that nigga Mac. Think about all the rappers and shit who say they got like anxiety problems. Lil Wayne, Kendrick, Kanye, Mac. Harry Brody. Everybody, man. Everybody but Vince Staples. Everybody but the sober ones. Tyler and Vince Staples. <laughs> to play devil's advocate. That ain't even devil's advocate. That's just like a complete, like a truth. That That's an <laughs> obvious, like, in front of your face truth. <laughs> yeah. The niggas who don't do nothing 
Even oh, even J Cole said it. He that nigga said it in that song "Out of Sight, Out of Mind" with uh, J uh, J Rock. He was like, something, but don't even drink, but a nigga might slightly throw it off, and I might just blow off something. You, you feel me? Like yeah. it's like, come on, bro. It's like that's how niggas cope, and that's why you know what I'm saying the whole yeah. Charlemagne shit. It's like yo. Yeah. He trying to get niggas to think a different way, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. which I respect. And that's why every time, a lot of times after these podcasts that I had with Rob, I'd be like, bro, I should probably do that shit sober. Today, mm-hmm. yet again, still not sober, you know what I'm saying? You're close. I am, you know what I'm saying? I'm probably closer than most of any times I've ever been, you know what I'm saying? Head right, I'm good. But, uh, yeah, man, I appreciate Y'all out there fucking listening to niggas talk about some shit. Yes, sir. You know what I mean? If niggas need to talk to some real shit, man, just get that shit out. Come on the podcast. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Shout that nigga out, man. Hit him up on his uh, on his social. What's your socials, bro? Uh, it'll be in the, in the edits. It'll be in the intro outros. True shit. You put yours down, though. You know what I'm saying? Merci beaucoup. <laughs> Thank you very much. Fuck my, uh, what you call this, man? Y'all see me if y'all see me. I don't need to be out here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, bitch. That's it. Yeah, bitch. That's it. Yeah, bitch. I'ma holler at y'all, though, man. I appreciate it. Last one y'all that tuned in, and I'ma say that in the outro, so I'ma just shut up and cut it right about now. And that's gonna do it for episode 49, What's the Price? R.I.P. to the NBA minivan. Yeah. I want to thank every last one of y'all that tuned in to this episode, man. I always close it out giving y'all the props. Uh, the people who made it a quarter way through, halfway through, all the way through. Every last one of you, I appreciate you for listening to your boy, supporting your boy. You know, we only going to get stronger in 2020. I'm literally every day waking up stressing. How the fuck can I take this show to the next level? Trust me, I'm not slacking on this shit. Um... Other than that, man, you already know episode 5-0. I got to do something creative. I might even have to miss a, a week. You know what I'm saying? I might have to miss an episode just to make sure 50 is that strong. That's a strong fucking number. Strong, nigga, with a K. Strong. Um, yeah, and I appreciate every last one of y'all that pushing, nigga, to get to this point. Every last one of y'all to stop me and talk to me about an episode. Every last one of y'all to stop me and tell me no matter what. Keep going, my nigga. I see you. I'm proud of you all, y'all. Every last one of y'all fuck with you heavy the long way. You already know what time it is. Da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da, nigga. Um, follow my Instagram. Oh, no, nah, fuck that. We ain't got there yet. Uh, you already know next episode, <laughs> I'm coming back. Everything gonna be more litter, 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 more titter, 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 more ladies, more hating ass niggas, more bitter, bitter, bitter. Oh, I just added a third part. More litter, 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 more titter, 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 ladies, hating ass niggas, more bitter, bitter, bitter. You know what time it is. Follow my Instagram at R O B E I W H Y. Again, that's R O B E I W H Y. And like always, like always, like always, baby, like my shit. Comment on my shit and subscribe to my shit. Like the motherfucking white girls in the valley say. Hemi boy is out. Ah. I ain't gonna say that next week. <laughs>